Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal and Andy Bernard. We will be right back, ladies and gentlemen, kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get, uh, no matter what he says, and I know you're listening, Bryant, get your ass in here and cut a new commercial for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah I think that one's so old, it was before you went through puberty. I'm pretty sure he was just in law school at the time he cut that commercial. I'm not sure. Michael Bryant here, letting you know about my exciting new prospect as a lawyer. Exactly. One of these days. Anyway, here's a little more current content from the Walzer Automotive Group. Uh, we've got some great 0% specials. Uh, in our new car departments, pretty much across the board. I'm going to do these off the top of my head, and so I won't get them all. At uh, Toyota, the Camry and RAV4 are number one and two selling vehicles. 0% financing for 60 months. Uh, the Nissan Rogue is 0 for 60. The Murano is 0 for 72. Over at Chrysler, uh, the Jeep Renegade, Cherokee, Grand Cherokee, Durango, and Ram are all 0 for 72 months. Up at Hyundai, same thing for the Sonata. The Tucson and the Santa Fe, 0 for 72. And at our soon-to-be brand-new Chevrolet store on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake, we have 0% financing for 84 months on Trax and Equinox. You can see all these deals at walzer.com. Go ahead, Tom. Take us out. Whoops. I just banged into my microphone there. Uh, I, you're new at it. It's okay. I, exactly. I swung the chair around, and it hit my microphone. Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer.com. Doug showing off his guitar playing. That's all I have to say to you. I'm showing off my wife singing. Yes, exactly. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, a little news, a little information. Is Tim with us? Yes, he is. Okay, I have to ask you guys a question. I asked this on the KQ Morning Show as well. But um, I... Um, I've been doing is trying to do as much cross-referencing, uh, looking at news stories. I try to go as many sites as I possibly can to see if there is a a thread of truth in any of these stories that come across right now. And it all depends on what what we're talking about. But there is a thing that I found that I ran across which really pisses me off to no end. And I want to know. Uh, I don't see. I got to be very honest with you. I don't see how anyone can vote a certain way with the crazy crazy stuff that's happening apparently in some school systems in the united states now there are little books with little cartoon characters on them that schools are handing out to uh you know uh, seven eight nine year olds stuff like that Mm -hmm. five six seven year olds something like that uh it's a book how do you tell your parents that they're racist (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oh my god have they lost their minds with this 
a five-year-old, I'd seven-year-old. I'd love to get a copy of that. Yeah, I'd love to get a copy of it, too, but a five-year-old. You're telling five, six, seven-year-old kids how horrible their parents are because they're young. racist. How dare they do something like that? Mm-hmm. We're taxpayers. We're loading you up with money, and then this is what you do to us? What in the hell is wrong with you? Don't you think... No, no, Doug, you're, you're a Democrat. You're not a nut job far lefty or anything like that. <laughs> Why, thank you, Tom. Well, you're not. A lot of you them are, man. No, there's bomb throwers in both wings of the party. Don't you think that this is really going to hurt Biden if they keep this up? Uh, I, it's scary. I don't think there are any undecided voters out there. I really don't. You really don't think there are any? I don't. There I might be two guys, and they're still trying to figure <laughs> out whether somewhere. they should wear their Van Halen T-shirt to the concert or not. Just, no, some probably. people can't make up their minds, but I don't know. I, the only thing that bothers me, like normally I would say, I don't care who you vote for, and, and I, Joe Biden, whatever, or Donald Trump, whatever, I can get through, and then I'll slog through somehow. I was never a big fan of Barack Obama's. He was a community organizer. He had, he had no idea what the hell he was doing. But then, you know, figured out some things as time went by and whatever. But this one, when we're now getting to the point where we're telling our young white children in school to go home and tell their parents they're racist, I got a real problem with that. Oh, so they're only giving the books to white kids? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Ooh, they're boy. only giving it to white kids, man. We. I, I can't imagine you've ever met a black person that was racist. <laughs> No, no, yeah. No, that, that, well, there are people that claim they cannot be racist. Are you That's kidding? True. It's like how? What? What part of the country was this, Tom? Uh, you know what? I, I should try to find the stories again. Because why don't you guys talk amongst yourself? Because I do want to find. I, I think it's a great question, and I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it wasn't in the Deep South. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to ask. While he's looking it up, I, I have a question for you. Have you seen? Uh, I'm thinking of ending things. You know, I haven't, Doug. I it's Charlie Kaufman, and yep. he's a weird dude. Um, I, I haven't. Have you? I watched it, and I didn't really like it until the next day when I talked to my stepson Brennan, who we mm. met before, and he explained to me what was really going on. I'm like, wow, that was really creative. It is weirder than being John Malkovich and Eternal Sunshine, which both of those movies were quirky, but I liked them. This is, oh yeah, it, it feels like a horror movie, but it really isn't. And then when you figure out what's going on, it kind of you kind of go from. This is annoying and weird to, wow, that was a really creative way to tell a story. Apparently it's based on a book. Charlie Kaufman just sort of reinvented it. So, Oh, interesting. I interviewed him for, um, it was a stop-motion animation movie called Anomalisa that he did. Okay. And that's bizarre. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm, a, I'm your biggest fan of stop-motion animation, and uh, they have male full frontal uh, oh boy! Well, no. I'd, I'd, re- I'd stick with <laughs> Wa- like, okay, Charlie Kaufman. I'd stick with Wallace and Gromit for my stuff. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding, I man. love those shows. Wallace and Gromit. Oh, yeah, those were fabulous. Great. Yeah, they were good. The wrong trousers. Yeah, yeah. When okay, let me tell you. Was, when my son, sorry, I interrupt for just a second. When my son was little, we watched. We had all three of them: the wrong trousers. Uh, the one where they go to the moon, moon to for the cheese, get cheese, yep. and then the, so it was like sheep movie, daddy, cheese movie, daddy. Pants movie, mm-hmm. and that's all we watched. Sorry, Tom, go ahead. Uh, so basically, the top <laughs> three references I can see, Seattle, New York, and Washington. Huh. So yeah. uh, books for kids and teens about race, racism, and police violence. <laughs> They're handing those out. 
Uh, then in New York, they're handing out anti-racism books and resources for kids. And then in uh, Washington, D.C., they're handing out what white parents get wrong about raising anti-racist kids. Wow. <laughs> uh, and then finally, Time.com has a story from two years ago. Two years ago, why white parents can't just talk to their kids about racism. What is wrong with us? i, I got to be honest with you. I don't care what gender you are, what your skin color is, any of that stuff. It doesn't automatically make you anything in one big group. How they, they go through life, what happened to black people in this country is so disgusting. But what's the first thing they do? Try to turn it on another, by they I mean society. Try to turn it on a, on a different color of people. Let's, all, let's hate all them, white men. Didn't we learn that hating one person or, or a group of people because of their skin color or gender is a really bad idea? For a while. And we forgot. And we forgot, we forgot about it after a while. I just think it's getting so psychotic. Uh, I, I, I don't. Is there a lot of money in white men suck? Yes, there is. That's what well, it how is. How do you make it? money in white men suck? You I'm write just books for kids, apparently. <laughs> I suppose. There's yeah, a, big in the publishing industry, apparently. Every big company was... has a diversity and inclusion officer at this point. You know, the HR department, that's basically half of what they do now. Uh, Twitter, if you're on Twitter, that's all you do, because that's what people on Twitter want to hear. Mm-hmm. There's always a market for that. Yeah, there's always a market for racism uh, on Twitter. That's why I don't go on social media. Eight years. Somebody sent me, by the way, they say they have a recording of me eight years ago. I haven't heard the recording yet. He said he was going to send it to me. Eight years ago, when I got off Twitter and Facebook, I think it's coming up on eight years. I don't think it's eight years yet. Maybe it is. I don't know. It's got to be close. It's got to be close, yeah. But he has a recording of me going on the air saying, I am no longer, you can no longer find me on Twitter or Facebook. I still have a Facebook page, but I don't ever go on it. And I don't even have a Twitter page anymore. And I said, the reason I am not going to be on social media anymore is my belief is that digital is going to destroy the world. And look where we are now eight years later. They're destroying the world. we got to do something about, about social media. It's way out of line, don't you think? After what I watched last night, I, I wholeheartedly agree. What did you watch last night? I told you, social media. Oh, social media, yeah. Documentary on Netflix. It's, so, so tell us about it. So... They they interviewed kind of all the guys and gals that invented this stuff. It was like the president of Twitter, the oh, CEO okay. of Reddit, then the you know the chief uh, inclusion officer for Facebook and all this sort of stuff. And they talked about what they were really trying to do. And, and the goal is to build AI to keep you engaged so you can buy stuff. Right. Sounds pretty yes. simple. Right. Right. But the, the 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 downside is all the unintended uh, consequences. And and one of the guys talked about. You know, um, liberal people will go on there and they'll see all this stuff and they'll go, you know, I'm I'm seeing all this information. How can people possibly vote for Donald Trump? Because Mm -hmm. all the information they're seeing supports their point of view. And then the the people on the other side go, I'm seeing all this information and how can people not love Donald Trump? I know. It's because the AI is feeding you the information that will keep you engaged so they can sell stuff. Really dangerous. And then the the one guy from Facebook goes, you know, and there's unintended consequences. And they talked about teen suicide, and there's a big spike in 2010. And it's continued, you know, it was relatively stable for 40 or 50 years. And then in 10, it started to go up. And Mm -hmm. he goes, you know, part of this was 
we to keep people engaged in Facebook, we invented the like button in about 2007, 2008, right. and now oh, we know that themselves. there's you know 11 year old girls oh. that are killing themselves because they post stuff and people ridicule them or you know don't get enough likes. Oh and God! So it was it's so tragic. It was really man. interesting, and these people are they're super smart. I mean, the, I was watching some of them talk, and there's so many great perspectives that they brought to the conversation, and it really wasn't. A liberal. It wasn't a political agenda at all. Right. It's like we well, created this That's thing, good. and I always thought AI was something in the future. But after talking to these, or listening to these guys, it's like no, nah, it's here now, and it's just getting worse and worse. So and worse. we are each getting our own version of their truth. That's right. Right. That's really dangerous, man. So it turns out really what's, her, what's her name, Kellyanne Conway, who was white. It's just parallel facts. It is. It's <laughs> parallel facts. That's what it is. I, see, that's I think should be against the law. Yeah. They should not be allowed to do that because it's creating hatred. Right. It's causing people to kill themselves. What are they doing? And they, you know, at one point they asked them all, and these are, you know, multi-millionaires, probably some of them billionaires. Yeah. They're not, it's not Zuckerberg, but it's like the level right below that. Right. And they're like, do you let your kids... Up? No, they don't get to be on social media until no they're 16. Way. And, the no stuff. Way. <laughs> and I'd say 26 yeah. would be better. Yeah. And I, and I thought of you because I knew that you, I, you you popped your head back up on Facebook in the spring, I think, for about four and a half minutes. About four and, <laughs> and a half minutes was this enough for me. Yeah, yeah. And I thought of you, and I'm watching this going, yeah, Tom was right. It's probably it's a disgusting. better way to lead your life. But it was very interesting. we got to take a break. Be right back. More right after this with the family. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure to be with you. One thing we keep talking about is that North American Banking Company is a community bank. Why is that important? Well, two things. First, as a locally owned and operated bank, we move quickly for our customers when it matters most. You're not waiting for a loan decision to come out of state or making the decision right here at your home. Secondly, our customers appreciate the fact that we get to know them and understand their goals. For many of our customers, we're coaches, mentors, and sometimes sounding boards for their ideas. It's hard to get that from a big bank, but it's something we do just because it's Tuesday. Well, that sounds like a great way to do business. All of our employees are working to help meet your business needs. It's how we create loyalty. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. We're rocking out, man. Timmy Lammers with us. Uh, we're just talking about uh, the fact that you get one version of the truth, I get another version of the truth, but we don't know that each other are getting the different versions. Um, so basically, they're lying to both of us, but uh, we don't know what kind of lies that you're telling me or I'm telling you because I only see my side of it. Yeah, basically, it worked too well because screen time increases, yeah. and that way they can yeah. sell more yep. ads to people that are trying to sell Toyotas, for example. Toyotas? You mentioned the Facebook guy, Doug. So Zuckerberg didn't have, they didn't get him? No, they didn't interview him. So it's like it's it's developers, a couple of CEOs, some founders, um, of all, all the big ones that you've heard of. I mean, it really looks like kind of a green room movie with the cast of Silicon Valley. I mean, yeah. some of the, oh, yeah. one of the guys who's on there works for Google looks a lot like Richard. He just happens to be <laughs> not quite so weird. That Richard in real life is weird, okay? Did you ever see some of his comments? 
Yeah, he's like, he's, what do they call it? Polymorph. I don't know. Polymorphic. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, apparently he uh, he and his wife have a deal where he can just go and bang anyone he wants. Apparently. Oh, polyamorous. Polyamorous. Ah. There you Thomas go. Middleditch or whatever his name is. He is a nut job of the first. I don't know if that guy will ever work again. He's too crazy. God, he's he was there. in the last Zombieland movie, too. You know, oh, the thing he? is, with a guy like that, they just have a certain look. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it could be You're kind right. of a character actor sort of thing. You're right. And, uh, yeah, so I know who you're talking about. Oh, him, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Oh, he's, he's a he's whack a job. lunatic? Oh, God, is he out there. Hmm. Yeah, my wife and I have an open marriage. We're, we're out banging everybody in sight. And, like, and, ah, ah, ah. Think uh. it's, he's all proud of that. Yeah, if, he's on, if he wasn't on Silicon Valley, yeah, I'm sure they'd be chasing him down the street. Yeah, well, yeah, right. yeah, he's all, he cuts quite a fine figure. Well, so no, here's an interesting development. 2019, he said they have an open relationship and it saved their marriage. May 2020, they got divorced. <laughs> oh, there you go, baby. Weird, huh? I love it. <laughs> you can't, you couldn't write that. No, I if know, you put you're that right. in a movie, they'd go, oh, this is bullshit. See, that's that is, never happened. That is wonderful. Yeah. It saved our marriage. Yeah. Me bragging on national television about banging everybody in sight, and then you get divorced, what, one year later. Who could have seen that coming? Oh, God, that's hilarious. Those crazy kids, I wonder who got the China. Yeah. yeah, who got the China, baby? Let me ask you that question as long as you brought up China. Um, do you think a lot of this has to do with the fact that these big uh, tech companies are so involved in China and make so much money in China that they they don't want anybody saying a negative word about anything? In oh China? yeah, yeah, I don't know. God, I just find that terrifying. Did they let Facebook in China? I thought they kicked them out, didn't they? Facebook, I don't think. Yeah, they China. Chinese government's pretty big restrictive one. about China what you can do. China has their own thing. Google is the big one, though. Big Google's got a big partnership with China, don't they? Um, I believe so. I believe they do. Yeah. That well, I mean, a lot a of companies are moving too. to China because China's, you know, promising them. Well, it's not promising them. It's delivering cheap labor for, you know. Well, and it's all big... the cheap laborers you could ever want. And it's a big market. You know, there's a, it is. I think it was last year, Trump was talking about getting the American auto manufacturers out of China. And Mary right. Barrow, who was the CEO of General Motors, flew to Washington. And I don't know what she said, but I think, she, I think it went something like this. If we don't have the Chinese market, we go out of business. Right. Because they, they make more money in Asia than they do in the U.S. Yeah, they do. It's, yeah. There's a, a bigger billion market. of them. So, yeah. you know, that's three times the amount of sales, potentially. Yeah. Is it a billion or a billion five now? Might be a billion five. I, th I think China did a pretty good job of uh, reining in their population growth. By killing off the baby girls, you mean? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, there's that. There is that. Uh, well, they are up to 1.4 now. Yeah, 1.4 billion, I thought so pretty significantly in the past decade or two. You could make a dollar or two selling stuff to 1.4 billion people. Yeah, you know? That's, that's why thing. Canada's never been a big market. There's only 35 million yeah. people in the entire country. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I saw Joe Biden say something the other day that I, or yesterday it was, I think, that I have a hard time believing. He said today America reported a thousand deaths due to COVID-19 and zero in Canada. Now, I don't, is that true? Mm, I that's don't know. That's really hard to believe if that's true. I, I think a lot that of... there's been several days where we've had a thousand reported in the u.s yeah I, yeah i agree with that but zero I in canada the, the only country that i'm aware of i thought new zealand yeah, yeah. yes exactly but canada, apart from that i haven't heard the 
has had a couple days with zero deaths. Well, they have. When, recently? Uh, September 4th and September 11th, they had zero deaths. Well, he said it was yesterday. Uh, yesterday being the 16th, they had five deaths. Five. So if they were on par with us, because they're a tenth the population, the population in the U.S., so yep. if they were, if were at 1,000 and they were at 100, it would yeah. be somewhat equivocal. But also, when you don't have the, the social distance problem because you have a tenth of the people, so you're going to have cities, a hell of a lot fewer deaths. They have yeah. very little immigration, especially from third world countries. Right, exactly. They have very little you know, mobility between cities. Yep. Americans are just constantly flying everywhere. They are. That's Whereas true. in Canada, they tend to stay in their own cities, yeah, mostly yeah. because you know, where are you going to go? Yeah, you can't make a comparison between Canada and the United States on anything. Uh, well, well, you know, we talked about the forest fires and all the rest of it. California's on fire. Oregon's on fire. Washington's on fire. As soon as you get to the U.S.-Canadian border, the fires go out. I know. Weird, right? There aren't any fires up in Canada because they do. They take care of their forests. Now, look, I'm not saying the climate change doesn't have anything to do with it. I don't know that. I do wish we could come to an agreement where climate change and, uh, and forestry kind of meet in the middle and go, hey, why don't we fix this? Yeah. You know, okay. Do you think we'll ever get to a point where we can agree on anything? Ever again, you think? Not after watching what I watched last gone, night. <laughs> <laughs> Not after watching what you watched last night. For real. Why? What did you see last night? I'm t- I just, we just talked about it, this oh, uh, the social, social dilemma. Yeah. Social dilemma, yeah. Part of me wants to see it, part of me doesn't. It's part, you, know, you get yeah. depressed and you get pissed off. Yeah, I hate social media enough already. I do. I hate social media. Well, I've been on it eight years and I still hate it. It's like those movies where it's like about serial killers. It's like I already know I don't like serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> do I really need to be told how bad yeah, are they gonna, are. I don't Maybe care this movie will change my mind. <laughs> I, I actually like serial killers. Serial killers, killers now. the misunderstood heroes. Yeah, they're actually decent people. What <laughs> right. the hell's wrong with you guys? Come on. They're only serial killers. Don't worry about a thing. Or it's like the argument about the new Cuties movie. It's like, oh, it's showing you how bad pedophilia is. It's like, oh, like I didn't know that already. Well, you heard what Babylon B did, right? No. Babylon B reported that, uh, God, who the hell is it? Um, they're killing puppies. They made a movie about killing puppies to show how bad it is to kill puppies. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. it's, Babylon B is pretty damn funny, man. It is really We've tried to get I am sure show. to get a laugh. Now, I have them on the Twitter feed, and I run across one of theirs every day, and I am sure to get a laugh. Oh God, it's very, very funny. I, I just I try to get them on the morning show and on this show, and they don't even respond. Huh. So I don't know what the hell that's all about. But too busy counting their millions, I'm sure. Probably true. Probably. Now true. I heard they were temporarily banned from Twitter. They were. Yes. They've had some issues with them, I think. Yep. Twitter likes to ban people. Yeah, they do. Stay in line, or you get banned. Oh, here's a good one. Struggling CNN just starts stealing headlines from the Babylon Bee. Well, I think that's been going on for a while. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, this is uh, sad news. Very quickly, I just saw former Minnesota uh, Chief Justice Russell Anderson has died. Oh, no. At 78. That's too bad. Sorry to hear that. Uh, you're having a better day than this guy, though. Suspect in killing of Minneapolis teen arrested in Plymouth after fleeing the wrong way on I-394 oh. and driving through people's yards. You don't have to be very smart to be a criminal. No, I that's guess true. not. That's a big part of it. You could, to be a murderer, you don't have to be that wise. That's what you're saying. So Jeez. there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It just uh, we keep moving forward, and that's all I need to know. Do we have any? Um, 
Now, Timmy, we talked about a couple of movies this morning. We've only got about a minute here, but then we have the entire third segment. Yeah. Um, Jim Caviezel is doing a huge uh, radio ad campaign for his new movie, and he's out there selling it big time, which I was very impressed with that, that Jim Caviezel wanted, would work that hard. You had him on the KQ Morning Show, correct? Yep, great guy. Yeah, I talked with him, too. Um, yeah, he's a really good guy, and at that time, I think Scott Linehan uh, was still uh, assist, offensive coordinator of the Vikings. So it was fun talking with, about the Vikings with him as well. Sure. But, yeah, real good guy, and, uh, yeah. No, no, I, ad campaign for what? Uh, it's called Infidel, I think. He's got a movie, I think, it's, is it called Infidel, Andy J- James Caviezel's new movie? Yeah, that's the name of it. It is, it is Infidel. It. It's, about, it's a true story, apparently. Uh, we do have to take a break. We'll be right back. An okay. entire segment with Timmy Lammers talking about Hollywood and the movies that are coming out right after this with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I was sitting around this morning and I heard that Jim Caviezel on KQRS doing a commercial for the new movie, and I went, Infidel. It reminds me, Tim Lammers is on today. Thank you very much. <laughs> Great to be here. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like it's coming out tomorrow. I yep, had not it is. even heard of this picture, apart from what you're saying. There's a lot of those lately, though. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Movies you've it, never heard of that, like, it just turns out, they just release one day, and it's like, where did this come from? Yeah, in theaters, too, yeah. which, of course, yeah. isn't your sure bet these days. No, so. there, were, there were probably 10 to 15 people at uh, Unhinged when we went to it over the weekend, all properly socially distanced. It was a very pleasant experience because nobody was on their phone and nobody was talking during the movie, <laughs> which is really nice. Um, yeah. Wow, that's a bold move. What? Infidel. So it's about Christians living underground in Iran. Right. And it was actually shot in Jordan. Which really? Which is interesting. Because, that is Because you wouldn't think they would want that. Because, you know, I Jordan agree. and Iran aren't the same thing. But Jordan is pretty liberal, actually, yeah. compared to most yeah, of the other. Yeah, relative <laughs> standards. The yeah. best ice skater in Texas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the best ice skater in Texas. Where'd you come up with that That's one? That's an old car line. Oh, my God. I wonder. There's probably been a Texan ice skater here right. and there. Well, looks like it's playing in quite a few theaters in the Twin Cities area. Infidel is? ABC, AMC Arbor Lakes, Chanhassen, Imagine... Rogers, Man, uh, Champlin, Man, Plymouth. 
Well, hey. Coon Rapids. How about Shakopee with your Southbridge Crossing Cinema? Uh, well, I got Marcus. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yep. Yep, it's there. Yeah, baby. I can go see 7 o'clock. That's actually tonight. 7 o'clock and tonight. you want to rock? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure tomorrow then it's going to yeah. be all different times. Or when would you go generally? A Saturday? Saturday, usually to the, we try to go to like the 5 o'clock movie so we can, you know, go to the movie and then go to dinner. Yeah, it looks deal. like it's uh, showing quite a few times during the day as well. So, yeah, you're in business, man. I like Jim Caviezel. This reminds yeah. me of an old uh, Seinfeld episode where Kramer's trying to be the movie phone line guy. Oh, yes. And that's like, well, goes, movie phone. Why don't you just tell me the name of the movie you want to see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is very, very funny. He was the best part of that show, I thought. Yeah, that show was really uneven. When it was great, it was really, really funny. And yeah. then when it was bad, it was it like was definitely oh, had terrible. peaks and valleys. It did indeed, no question. And all the valleys happened to be uh, occupied by Jerry Seinfeld. He was the least funny really person was. on that show by he's not far. He's a good actor. No, he's a terrible actor. But he's a good stand-up comedian. And a good writer. Good writer. And no question. He and Larry David wrote that, uh, wrote that sitcom. I have not watched the finals, the few episodes of, uh, of the Larry Curb. David, uh, of Curb Your Enthusiasm. But there was that season last year I thought was dreadfully bad. Was it last year or two years ago? I think it was two years ago. God, there was a season that was terrible. I did like the fact that he wore the MAGA hat into restaurants so the Southern California people would stay away from him. So he wouldn't come near him, exactly. (laughs) That was pretty funny. That's a good form of social distancing right there. Yeah, that was brilliant. Oh, he can be very, very funny, no doubt about that. But I just... uh, yeah, that curb your enthusiasm over the years. Well, that the one year that was really dreadful is when they made the movie. Oh were, yeah. Oh God, that was a tor- terrible. It often season. does not translate. Yeah, they were making a movie. It was what? What was this movie again? It's a very famous movie. And they were making a version of it. Oh, what the hell is it? But yeah, it's dreadful. It was really, really bad. But then there are other- oh the producers. Yeah, the producers. Yeah, yes, right. that's exactly yeah. what it was. The producers. <laughs> But then they'd have other seasons where, like, Michael Bloomberg, the mayor of New York, is up making a speech with Michael J. Fox. And Larry Bur- Larry is trying to tell somebody he bought a violin for his girlfriend or something. And the woman keeps going, a what? A what? Because it's so loud. So he starts playing the violin with his just his hands. And Bloomberg and Fox think he's making fun of Michael J. Fox's sad story. So they kick him out of New York. He gets thrown out of the city. <laughs> that was very, very funny. You're gonna you're gonna laugh you guys are gonna laugh at me, but we just started watching the Goldbergs last night. I'd never seen that. Is that any good? I've never seen I it. I thought it was really funny. Yeah, I've never seen it. Watched and Brian Callen through on. three episodes, so it's really quickly and no, Jeff, uh, what's his name? Jeff Garland? Jeff Garland, yeah. 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 He plays the dad. He's great. Oh, he's phenomenal. There are a lot of good people in that deal. Like I said, Brian Callen's on it. You know, God, i, I got to ask you. Yeah, i got to ask it now because probably don't want to ask it in Car Selling Secrets, but there is a huge uptick in women coming forward, and I mean a huge uptick of women coming forward saying they were molested anywhere from 15 to 25 years ago. Uh, is there... What do you think causes that? Is there one that, that spurs them on to say, you know what, it's time for me to finally tell the truth about this? Uh, what is it? It seems like when somebody famous or notorious comes forward, then other people do too. Remember yeah, the yeah. Kavanaugh hearings, what's her name, the gal from California, the, yeah. 
that that whole investigation centered around. Well, all of a sudden, a week later, Connie Chung says, right. okay, 30 years ago, my doctor, when I was a teenager, right. I was like, wow. No, there's a lot of going, like Brian Callen, I've known Brian forever, and he was accused, of, actually, he was accused of raping a woman, so I don't know where that's gone. You now got Donald Trump as another woman saying that he felt her up in the 1997 U.S. Open or whatever. Uh, there's also, there, I Ten, mean, there are several. Tennis or golf? Men. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I like, have no shouldn't idea. Shouldn't make fun of it. I think it was the golf. I think it was. I'm not sure. But, yeah, it was from like 23 years ago. And, and I'm wondering what happens. I mean, if you've held that in for 23 years, what? why didn't you come forward five years ago when they were talking about all this yeah. stuff? You, you should have come I forward, know. I would think. But I don't know. Maybe that's got to be extremely I can't emotional. Think of a worse group of people to ask than a bunch of guys. Yeah, well, that's I mean, exactly what I was going to say. We don't know what, how women, you know, can deal with this stuff. It's got to be very difficult, I'm sure. No question. Um, I need to watch something on TV tonight. What am I watching? Try the Goldbergs. Goldberg, I, you guys have never seen it. Yeah, I had never had either. I, I just assumed I was the last person in the country that hadn't seen it. No, I have never seen I've never seen a lot of shows, actually. There, there are some shows that, oh, man, it's a great... Like, This Is Us. I've never seen an episode I haven't seen of that. that either. Is that still around? Well, I'm sure you can watch it. Some, it's yeah, some yeah, it's nominated for a lot of Emmys and stuff. Oh, it is? Um, okay. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen... I know for sure, Tommy, you would not see this, but... Uh, finally catching up with a series on Amazon Prime called The Boys. What is that? It's a bunch of uh, people with superpowers, but they're all bad. Oh, I mean, God. they're really scumbags. Most of them are, not all of them. So it's about radio? Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, yes. Yeah. So you got that right. Thank you. Um, so, so, yeah, that, um, that is really, really good. Uh, again, uh, like I was talking about this morning, um, the documentary Robin's Wish is definitely a must-see. Yes, I uh, agree. That's, that's for video on demand. One thing I, I, for, I forgot to mention, we were talking about the new Paramount Plus, the old CBS All Access. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it does become Paramount, Paramount Plus, they are going to be having a new docu-series about the making of The Godfather. That's what I hear. It's a 10-part ten, ten series. How cool is that going to be? I think it's going to be great, and I do want. They're going to. They're going to put. Apparently, they're also going to put up the movie, and I hope they remove the sequential version of that movie. Remember, they took all three of them and took part two and put it at the beginning of part one. And remember, yeah, yeah, but they, yeah. I saw that they pulled it and they didn't have it available anymore. I wonder if that's because this is coming out. Because I know they're going to play all three movies. But I don't know if they're going to do the sequential one or not. I have no idea. Well, not only that, I mean, Coppola is doing a new version of 3 where he's changing the beginning and the ending. So, yeah, wouldn't it be cool? There was a a name for it, and I remember, (laughs) oddly enough, Tom, when I was talking about renting videos this morning with the old VHS, um, you could get that whole, you know, eight-tape set of it reworked. Where it was De Niro and the young Vito at the beginning. You could, yes, you could get. Yeah, it, but I don't and then, then yeah, anymore. like you said, that, I loved it. I actually yep. did love it. I, you yep. know, and and I love the original versions too. So, I'm just curious to see what direction he's going to go with uh, reworking three. And when does that start? When when, when does uh, Paramount uh, Plus start? Oh, God, let me see. I'm sure it's in 2021. Oh, not till not till next year. So it'll be CBS. No, CBS no, yeah, all access. It's Paramount Plus. 
yeah, I'll look it up. Um, yeah, because that was that was big. That was kind of unexpected. Yeah, to mm-hmm. next year, um, uh, early twenty twenty one is all they're saying. Okay, all right. Well, that, so it'll be CBS All Access till then, and then it'll change over in six months or so. Yeah, this is weird. Okay, it says some new titles include The Offer, a ten episode scripted miniseries about the making of The Godfather. Right, it's scripted. I do. I did. See oh, okay. That. So I, I thought it was a docu series. Oh well, well I, think I, it kind I of is. My, I mean, docu series would be great, but this should be interesting too. Though. Yeah, I, th- I would think so. I absolutely would think so. I, the, yeah, because they're not going to make a Godfather miniseries. There's something about it wasn't easy to get made, and then, of course, people like Frank Sinatra weren't too happy with uh, uh, El Martino. Johnny Fontaine, I know that character. He was really pissed off about uh, pissed off at Mario Puzo. I know Why? That. It gave birth to one of the best lines in the entire movie. And he starts crying. Remember when Johnny Fontaine starts crying? Oh, you can act like a man! You can act like a man. <laughs> what are you, some Hollywood Finocchio cries like a woman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, this should be this should be really good. Then. Oh God, yes. But again, and you know the interesting thing. Obviously, when they get this stuff on the streaming services, for example, like The Boys, you would not believe how explicit and how violent it is. It's like eight, it's like home box office, Tom. Oh, Back in the days when they started doing their own stuff, and it wasn't rated. I was telling Timmy this morning on the KQ Morning Show that I was one of the first, well, I was the first person that I knew that got home box office, which later became HBO. Mm-hmm. God, I'll never forget that. It was very cool. All right, Timmy, another week shot in the ass. It's hard to there believe. There you go. Uh, have a great weekend, and we'll talk with you all next week. Looking forward to Thank it, Tim. Tim. Thanks a lot. Yep. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a break. Be right back. Car Selling Secrets is up next with the family.